It's just under 10 minutes before the uh, top of the hour. You tuned into Metro FM uh, Talk, and uh, we are discussing uh, the uh, vexing issue of uh, broadcast rights uh, in uh, the world of sports. And uh, you would have heard in the previous conversation I had with uh, Palisakadi from uh, Ikasa and, of course, Uswu Mchigeli, so uh, who's a sports journalist, uh, that uh, uh, much of these issues really, I guess, uh, uh, relate to uh, the role of uh, uh, pay TV players and, uh, of course, the big budgets that they bring to bear when it comes to uh, buying and swapping up uh, some of these uh, sports rights. And uh, I'm joined now on the line to speak, I guess, about the public broadcaster's role in this conversation by uh, the uh, General Manager for Corporate Affairs and uh, uh, Marketing at the South African Broadcasting Corporation, and that's Mr. Philly Moilo. And Dr. Moilo, good evening to you, and thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us. Good evening, Ayabonga. Thanks for having me on the show. Before we, we uh, I guess, engage some of the things that came up in the previous conversation, uh, if, if you could just um, briefly take us through some of the salient parts and features of the submission that uh, the national broadcaster made uh, to the uh, ICASA hearings, which concluded on Friday. Uh, thank you, Abonga. Um, as a public broadcaster, we had a very a serious argument that we wanted to make, which is in the public interest. And I think I need to underline the public interest because sure. what we are arguing our supposition and all presentations that we make to ICASA are about how to make sure that the public have access to the national sporting drive. And I think I need to be emphasized that we are not saying any sporting uh, event, but are looking at the national sporting uh, rise. Mm. Um, in 2010, ICASA came with the regulations to say, look, this is a list of uh, sporting activities that actually has to be um, given to the public broadcaster. But that those regulations never achieved the intended uh, purpose. Hence, ICASA is reviewing them, and hence ICASA is saying, let us look in terms of whether the market existence now uh, will be able to make the SABC or free to air in particular, because there is a very sharp uh, argument that we're making to say free to air broadcasters must be able to access this right. So we're making an argument to access the rights in the interest of the public, that's one. Mm. And I think ICASA must now become an, you know, a reverie in the um, process of this rights acquisition from the point of view of overseeing and making sure that there is fair pricing one, that mm. the process is transparent, that actually, if there is any deadlock, we have somewhere to go. Yeah, is the acquisition of those? Now. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Daddy. Is is the yeah. acquisition of those rights something that you would want as uh, free-to-air channels to uh, access it for free, or uh, do you also want, I guess, preferential access or preferential treatment when it comes to the auctioning of these rights? No, no, you can't get the rights for free. Well, that's not the argument we're making. Okay. All we're saying we need fairness in terms of pricing. If 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 uh, the rights holders, for example, allocate this right through a bidding process. One, the argument that I'm making is that let it be a winner takes all because free to air don't have the same pockets, deep pockets as pay television. I see, okay. And uh, it is, it's, it's a norm worldwide that you break, you unbundle the rights. So we're making an argument on unbundle to say break this right so that pay TV can have their own rights and we as free to air can be able to contest the free to air rights. But currently now, um, the rights holders are giving to the highest bidder and uh, the SABC will have to come begging and say, look, can I have the rights for Springbok? Can I have the rights for Proji? Mm. And we feel this unfair to members of the public. Mm. And Dr. Mulu, just talk to us briefly. I mean, uh, you know, Spoo in the earlier conversation was making a very interesting point about the sport of cricket uh, and how there's uh, seemingly a different system at play there uh, as compared, for instance, to uh, the game of rugby where... Uh, you know, SABC ordinarily would play the games much, much later uh, than having them live. And yet in the cricket space, we could, uh, we've could we seen many cases where uh, SABC had the rights and uh, on the other side, Multi-Choice also had the rights and uh, both were playing the games live. What is the dispensation when it comes to the sport of cricket? And uh, uh, what, what is it that we can learn there as we try and 
to amicably resolve this particular issue? Look, we, we just want a matter of principle to be applied on the sporting rights. We really don't want to uh, zoom into one sporting code or one federation because the principle that we want to apply here is let's unbundle the rights, whether it's cricket, whether it's rugby, one. Two, let there be an body that oversee and let this process be transparent. And like we're saying, uh, if you look at other you know, international benchmarks, you're going to realize that we're not asking for anything new. This mm. has been the case for you, Australia, be EU, be UK. They really unbundle the rights and give free to air access because it's about public access of these rights. But it, it will be a sad day where South Africans have to depend on pay television to see the national heroes or to see the national sporting coach on television. Mm, mm, I don't think mm. that will accord well with the democracy and will accord well with the public service that has to be rendered to, to South African public. And that's where we're going. Yeah. And just to demonstrate to you, Abonga, um, because we, we, we have been able to share with the CASA even our finances in terms of what the costs are around the sporting rights. For the last five years, we have spent $3.9 billion on sporting rights. And uh, we, we, we made only 800 million. Now, we made a 3 billion loss. That can't be normal. On sporting rights alone? Like that. Mm, wow. Yes. Mm. Uh, sorry, that includes in production, sorry. Sure, but sure. we're saying that 3 billion loss, it can be business sound. You cannot continue along mm. the way. And, 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 and we don't know how this price, the price are fixed. We do not know what informs it and um, why other rights not unbundled. So we're making that argument very strongly with the ICASA. And, um, you know, looking at also the preliminary findings of ICASA on competition in television, sure. they've already uh, gave a hint that unbundling might be the route to go. So we, we can have a win-win situation. We're not, less, we're not saying let's remove exclusivity. You can unbundle and still have exclusivity. Mm. Another said case... How would that work? Would, would you play it later than, I guess, the, the, the entity that has exclusive rights to it, as you currently do in some sporting codes? Look, um, when you get the rights, either somebody says, I give you these rights, I'm going to broadcast them live, or he's saying, I'm going to give you these rights and they're going to be delayed. Okay. And we're saying that should be clear in terms of the criteria and the process that we're proposing to each other to say, these are some of the things. For example, there's no point to be given the rights today when the match is going tomorrow. How are you going to monetize those rights? So there are a number of administrative issues that mm. need to be uh, put in place so that we have a co- fair competition, we have fair access to this right, and it's not dependent on the whims of only one party sure. on, the, on, on, on the SABC. So there, there are a number of things that we propose. Because. Sure. Okay. Ndalemoilwa, now you mentioned the, uh, the prospect of monetizing these rights and I guess the limitations imposed uh, uh, in an instance where you have to play uh, the uh, uh, sport games late or in a delayed version. I'm interested to hear from you uh, some of the dialogue uh, the SABC has had with uh, uh, some of the advertisers who assisted to monetize some of these rights, uh, uh, certainly from, a, from an advertising revenue perspective, uh, who have notably been absent uh, in uh, the uh, ICASA hearings and in some of the submissions here. Uh, how does that dialogue unfold for some of us who might not be familiar with the space? Look, when you get the rights, the first thing is that you need a lead time so that you are able to sell this to the advertisers. Sure. If you go to the advertisers on, on Thursday and say, I'm showing the game on, 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 on Saturday, the first question is, have you been able to market this right? Are you mm. going to have enough audiences? Because advertisers look at the numbers. Sure. And uh, they look at uh, whether you have been able to market the game. Um, so these are some of the challenges. Over and above there, sometimes, you know, some of these rights, they come, uh, you know, the uh, sponsorship and advertising being sold out. What you get is something that has already been prepackaged. You just have to, um, you know, beam it as it is, and you're not making any money out of that. So there are a number of teething issues that need to be sorted out in terms of making sure that we have a fair deal on this right. Um, one of the things, just to demonstrate, is that if you're a rights holder, why would you want to 
uh, give a broadcaster that doesn't have a platform to broadcast those rights. And in this instance, I'm talking radio. You are a television broadcaster, you don't have radio. Why, as a rights holder, would I package uh, those rights together with radio for a pay television? That doesn't make sense. Hmm. There are some of the things that when we talk about bundling that we say, this can be done, it's not a rocket science. Mm. We'll have to leave it there and uh, I really appreciate you taking time out to speak to us this evening. And just, I mean, briefly before I let you go, where to from here? Uh, we do know the pay TV inquiry from the Competition Commission is going to come out. And uh, I'd love to hear, I mean, certainly from the SABC's perspective, there's a lot of sport underway uh, in uh, the next few months or so. Where to from here for the public broadcaster? Well, for the public broadcaster, I'm waiting to hear from ICAS in terms of its findings on sports in particular. And they will inform us the ball is in their court in terms of what the outcome is. We've all made our submissions. We're hoping that will come and some regulations that are favorable, not only just to the SABC, but to members of the public to access the, these rights on television already. Dade Moelua, really, really appreciate you taking time out to speak to us uh, this evening. Mr. Philip Moelua is the General Manager for Corporate Affairs and Marketing at the National Broadcaster, the South African Broadcasting Corporation. That then, folks, is the end of uh, our conversation this evening.